What is up, guys? Welcome back to the Stoner Thoughts Podcast. And today, I'm going to talk about something kind of interesting, which is going to be smoking before going out and doing certain things. Now, the number one thing on this list is going to school high. We've also got going out to eat high, going to the grocery store high, like going for hikes and like exercising high. Like I've talked about all these things. So I'll probably segue and tell a few stories here and there because my mind is all over the place right now. I literally just smoked half a joint with my sister like maybe half an hour ago. And I've been hitting my stizzy ever since. So you know what? Like I'm, I'm feeling pretty good. Got a lot of cotton mouse to be ready for plenty of Dr. Pepper ASMR. So I'm just going to like, I'm just going to give a little quick story for an intro here. There's a time and place for everything and getting stoned before going out to like an important family event. Bad idea. Getting high at or before a wedding. Probably not your best idea. And especially if you don't want to piss off the bride and the groom, then I'd suggest you kind of like, you know, keep your shit limited in a way. Because if you're going to do it and you're going to do like, like take a couple hits off of a vape or like, you know, maybe smoke like a little bit, like take a hit or two off of a G pen, like, you know, you get stoned, you're stoned for like 20, 30 minutes and then you're fine. You can function after that. You're still high, but you can function. That's like one of the key things is keeping it at a level that you can function, knowing your personal limit. Like I've said a few times on the podcast, once you find out what your limit is with certain devices, certain ways of smoking, this process becomes much more enjoyable and like becomes a much better experience overall. And a lot of people are like, oh, like I don't understand why stoners have to smoke before they go do anything because it makes it more enjoyable, dude. Like, not even going to lie. And of course, I'm already hitting this dizzy because it's right in front of me and I can't resist. But like, okay, not to segue. But we're going to segue. For example, like my high school graduation, there was a shitload of kids that fucking smoked weed before going up and like walking down to pick up their diplomas and shit. And I tell you what, man, like you could tell the dudes that were high because they would like kind of look down at first. But they're walking. There's people cheering. Their families jumping up and down in the bleachers. And all of a sudden they look up and they smile. And you can just tell by the way their fucking eyes look. You're like, this motherfucker is baked. Because I didn't go to my actual high school graduation. I ended up fucking up a core key class that I needed to graduate. By the way, fuck that English teacher. And I went into the, what's it called, AVID, I think it is. Basically like an after-school program to finish out my, my English class that summer. I finished the entire English course in three days. And I was like, I'm done. Can I go home now? And I bullshitted the entire thing, the entire final essay, the entire class. Like, I would literally had another page open up on, like, I think it was my iPad. My iPad, my iPod, that touch that I had at the time, that had in order all of the answers because I found the teacher's guide for the entire class. So it literally had like, it literally had all of the answers right there in front of me for this entire course, and like I never had a problem with it. Like I, I didn't really, it wasn't really cheating. I only looked up the ones that I honest to God didn't know the answer to. But let me be 100% real with you guys. I didn't need it for half of this fucking class. By the way, the class that I flunked was not CP English. It was AP. And the only reason I failed is because my teacher refused to read my final essay because she didn't agree with my views on the topic. And I'm like, well, that's why it's, you know, my opinion in the essay. And she goes, well, it's wrong. I'm not going to read this. This is trash. Get it off my desk. Get it out of here. So anyways, yeah, don't smoke weed before your high school graduation. 
Um, people will know. You could probably get caught, and that can actually cause you to have to do, like, community service and shit before they'll actually give you your diploma, at least in the school district that I was in. But anyways, guys, I'm going to turn the music up for a sec, take a couple drinks of Dr. Pepper, take a couple hits from Miss Dizzy, and then we'll go down this list that I prepared of, like, times that you probably want to be careful about before smoking, you know, the sacred skunk, the kush. guys <coughs> excuse me mm. one shot recordings i'm gonna leave that cough in because you missed the big coughing fit i kind of like paused the music edited that out paused played it again like little fancy trick there plus i put a transition so hopefully hopefully that entire coughing fit just got cropped out of this entire podcast because that would be fucking embarrassing i took a bad hit of the stizzy and has, has it aside from the story that i'm about to get into Have you ever taken a fucking hit of, like, a vape or a cigarette even or any kind of pen like that? And it just goes down the absolute worst way possible. Like, for example, I know a lot of stoners out there can relate to this one. You ever gone and taken a big old hit of a bong and swallowed half the smoke? Like, you're holding a drink in your hand. You're taking a sip of your Arizona iced tea before you take a hit. And your body, for some reason, thinks, drink this. Because you were just taking a drink, so your body's natural inclination is to drink the smoke. Yeah, right? Weird how that works. Tell anybody that can relate to that. Let me know. Somehow. Find a way. My name's Nick. Like, come on. My name's right here on Spotify, too. Nicholas Manning. But anyways, let me get into actually talking about what I'm planning on talking about today. So number one place to not go after smoking weed on my list is school. And I know a lot of people are going to be like, I go to school high all the time. I've gone to school high for like my entire high school. I did that. Well, you know what? Good for fucking you. Sorry, I totally peaked the mic when I did that. That wasn't meant to be comedic. Like that was a complete accident. But anyways, if you smoked your entire high school career, you went to school every single day and you got high before class and you're just sitting there, you're not taking in any information. You're not enjoying anything. You're just kind of sitting there stoned going through the motions of your day. But think about this, if you get caught, if you get caught stoned at school, that can be your entire academic career, gone in an, either gone in an instant, or you'll get like some sort of criminal charge on your, like, your permanent record, like, oh, he came to school under the influence of drugs. I've seen kids with just a lighter on them get caught up. And because they have a lighter, they get charged with carrying, like, paraphernalia. But this was back before, way before, like, legalization. I don't know if today the laws would be as strict as getting caught with weed. I think nowadays it's, like, a slap on the wrist or some shit like that. Like, they take your shit away and you're like, don't do it again. But again, don't quote me on that. I'm not a cop. I don't know anything about that. Never been arrested with weed, actually. Have I been caught with weed? Yes. Have I been arrested because of weed? No, no, I have not been arrested because of it. Not yet, anyways. I don't want, I don't want to jinx that because knowing my fucking luck, I'll say, no, I haven't been, and then tomorrow, like, a cop's going to come kick down my door and be like, where's the weed? 
But, you know, I don't think that... That was more of an alien voice. What the fuck did I just do there? I, I'm sorry. I heard that in my headphones about a second after I did it. I'm leaving that in, by the way. I'm not, I'm not going to edit that one out. That, that was actually kind of a cool voice. Sound like a zombie. But, like... Don't, don't smoke weed before going to school. Don't be a jackass either about it. Don't be, like, in the comments, like... Oh, I went to school and smoked weed. That's great. But I'm like, you know... If there are... I know my content says explicit... But there is anybody who is underage listening to this right now, maybe in, like, high school or something like that. Don't be stupid. Don't smoke pot before going to class. If you're in college and you're doing bullshit courses and you basically just have to show up to pass, then, yeah, I understand wanting to get stoned before that particular class. Like, basically, that's what I did during my guitar class, which, in case nobody else has heard of this or if you're a new listener, hi, welcome. When I, I'm segueing away from the list again because story times. It happens. You'll get used to it if you're new here. So I had this guitar class that was at the end of my days on, I think it was Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. And it was a classical guitar class, and it started at like 9.30 at night. And went until like 10.45, 11 o'clock, and everybody would hang out and like play music and shit. And well, this class was bullshit for me because I played guitar for 10 years before I even took the fucking class. Like... So I took this class thinking, like, oh, this is going to be easy, easy A, easy pass. Like, two weeks into the class, I looked at my teacher and went, can I just play the final and get an A? And he goes, if you can go through and play the entire final right now, I will give you an A. So I started tapping my foot, and he didn't even, like, count me off or anything like he would normally do for other students. And I just played a song called Melagenia. If you know it, you know it. I think the la- the second word is Salrosa. Correct me if I'm wrong. Anybody that speaks Spanish or knows the song, I might be butchering it. I'm sorry. But I sat there and I played it all the way through. And he looks at me and goes, all right, cool. Just show up and you're good. So I literally would show up to class, check in for attendance. And he'd be like, you can leave now. And I'd dip out, man. I had this little electric moped at the time. And I would throw my guitar in my bag because I had it in like a gig bag style case. Jump on my little moped. Drop my backpack in the basket. And just... Hop on that, cut through the park home. I'd be home in like 20 minutes. Sometimes I'd pull off in the park to like spark a joint or something like that. But at that point, like, you know, weed was whatever. Like, we could just go to the store and buy it. But you had, this was before there was a dispensary right down the street. This was when we had to like make a trip out to like Palm Springs or Cathedral City to get it. If you know where it is, you know where it is. Or Desert Hot Springs, which is basically the ghetto of the Coachella Valley. Don't ever move there. It's, like, the one of the most crime-infested areas in all of Southern California. But, like, yeah, it's just, like, it, it was what it was. Like, we had weed, we had weed. Or if you knew somebody that could sell you some, I'd always be picking up bags. But that, that, that was what it was. I'd get stoned, go to guitar class, show up for attendance. Sometimes I'd sit through the lesson and he'd have me, like, help people that were struggling and stuff. Overall, like, a really cool class. I love classical guitar now. Like, not even, like, I don't love it more than my steel string. Because the classical guitars, guys, are the ones with the nylon strings. Like, for, like, Spanish music and shit. And I absolutely love how they sound. I found a Luna one that I really want to get. But I just don't know about spending that kind of money on a new instrument right now. I mean, with the stimmy checks and stuff coming, I'm sure I could buy one and not have a single thought or care in the world about it. But you know what? Not yet. And, like, there was an English class that after I passed that class, too, for the last two weeks, we didn't do shit. Because finals week and shit had already occurred. So we're sitting there, and he's just like, what's up, guys? And I'm sitting there. 
absolutely fucking baked in his class. And I look up at him from my phone. I'm like, oh, I was just playing a game, man. And he's like, you look tired, sir. And I'm like, oh, I'm pretty tired, man. And he goes, all righty. Well, you guys, you guys just hang out. Be cool. And we sat in the corner, dead ass, sat in the corner, played on our fucking phones, like chilled. It was a great time. Good old time. And then like, okay, I'm going to continue down the list because otherwise I'm going to get stuck on smoking weed at school. And nothing's going to happen. The second place that you should not smoke weed while going to is an important, any important family event except Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving's acceptable because it's food based and you should be high to properly enjoy it. Let's say, like, you're dating somebody and her parents invite you guys over for, like, Christmas dinner. You smoke. You get absolutely, like, toasty. You get, like, how I'm... You get pretty close to what I'm feeling right now. You're sitting there kind of like, I don't know what to do with my day. I don't know where I'm going with this. And you're high, high. You're like, I could go for a pizza right now, but instead I'm eating, you know, ham and mashed potatoes. And her parents look at you and they're just like, they have that, like disappointing glare that they're shooting your way. You know, you showed up in like a Christmas sweater and sweatpants and everybody's wearing like formal attire and button-up shirts and you look like an absolute little jabroni sitting there. And you're just sitting there like, oh man, like this food's really good. This is really tasty. And people are just like, hey man, are you fucking high right now? And you're just like, yep, yep, you caught me. You caught me. It, it's it's game over, guys. Game over. Getting arrested. Going to jail. Just kidding. Hopefully not. But, like, another thing that people do, I'm going to get past all that shit real quick. Sorry. Every time that I exhale, like, too hard through my nose, it peaks the mic. I'm figuring that out. I really need to get a pop filter for this. I'm sorry. I have a stand, so I've meant to put it, like, I've meant to have it, like, up here where it's still going to record the audio, but it's going to still be, like, you know, kind of directed at my face, but not, like, as bad as it is sitting down here on the desk. I mean, I really don't mind it where it is right now. It sounds okay. I just need to be careful about how I breathe on it for lack of a... I don't have a better way to describe that, so we're just going to go with that and roll. But my next big thing. About any time you're going to get stoned and go out in public, make sure that you can fucking handle yourself. Don't be getting crazy stoned. Don't be getting absolutely fucked up. Don't be taking, like, a 500 milligram fucking edible before going on a little drive. Trust me. Been there, done that. Don't want to do it again. It sucks. It's like being in hell, except you have the munchies. Make sure you keep yourself in a pro yourself, yourself in a proper state where if you were to get pulled over... Pulled, oh, God, I did it again. If you were to get pulled over... There we go. I got to kind of turn away when I say pulled. But if you were to get stopped by a cop... You would be able to, like, handle yourself and kind of know just exactly what, like, you need to say. And you have, like, the mental coherency going on that you can deal with a police officer. And there is only one time that I've ever been pulled over while under the influence of marijuana. And the cop didn't even know I was stoned. He just thought I was, like, having a bad time because I guess I had a taillight out. So I got pulled over, stopped. I had just, like, literally just told him, I was like, I was going to get Taco Bell. That's why I'm out here. And he's like, all right, well, you got a taillight out. That's why I pulled you over. And you went down the side street like you were going to run. I'm like, why the fuck would I run from the cops? And he looks at me and he goes, that's a good question. Why would you? Any drugs, weapons, anything in the guns, any kind of that in the vehicle? And I'm like, nah. And he goes, can I search the car? I'm like, dude, go ahead. Had nothing in my car, to my knowledge, the girl that I was dating at the time had left fucking, like, 
They were replicas, thank fucking God, because I almost got a fucking, like, serious charge against me because it is illegal to own throwing knives in California and carry them on your person, or at least in Riverside County. She had done an anime costume or something sometime in the last month or so because she left the throwing knives in my glove box, and I totally looked at them and I was like, honestly, officer, if I tell you whose those are and where they came from... Can we can we talk about this? And he's like, well, this looks like a rack of throwing knives. Because it was the leg strap that she had made. And it had the little holders where all the throwing knives. And I'm just like, look, let me tell you where they came from and what they're for. And I go, he goes, well, what do you mean? I go, pull one out and look at the edge. They're blunted. They're replicas. They're meant for cosplay. He's like, what the fuck is cosplay? O- older gentleman, by the way. Older gentleman. He goes, what the fuck is cosplay? And I'm like, it's a thing where people dress up as cartoon characters. And my girlfriend dressed up as a ninja. And so that was part of her costume. And he goes, well, what do you mean? And then he, the other cop pulls out a Naruto headband. And this was my fucking saving grace in this situation. Pulls out this fucking Naruto headband and looks at it and goes, oh, shit. He's not kidding. There's a Naruto headband in here. And he's like, who the fuck is Naruto? And he goes... Oh, Naruto's a ninja. It's a it's a anime, a Japanese cartoon. And the the cop, the first cop, is like, oh, oh, so these aren't actually weapons. Oh, okay, well, you're lucky because like that's a felony. And I'm just like, all right, cool, thank you, mind you. I am sitting there, unable to fucking move because they didn't they didn't cuff me or anything. They just told me to sit on the curb. And you best believe when they tell you to sit on the curb, I got out of my fucking car, my high ass, and sat down on the curb and literally had, like, my face in my hands. And the other cop was like, are you worried we're going to find something? And I'm like, there's nothing for you to find, bro. Like, I wasn't trying to be mean, but I was like, there's just there's nothing here. I'm like, am I being detained or can I go home? Am I getting a ticket? Didn't end up writing me a ticket. He's like, oh, well, you know, you got to go. You got to go. So I just I just got back in the car and he's like, okay, drive home, like straight home, like. And I was like, can I go get my food? And he's like, oh, well, you know, I don't see why not if it's on the way home. But get home as soon as you can. So I still end up going through the Taco Bell drive-thru. Cut, like, the two or three minute drive back through the neighborhood to where I was living with roommates at the time. And that that is about it. Like, I really don't want to talk about the rest of that shit. Because that was, like, a sketchy night. And mind you... I didn't have a driver's license at the time either. My, there's There's been an issue with my driving... So, uh, not gonna get too into that one. Nah, fuck it, I'll just say it. I got pulled over on the Arizona-Nevada border, driving my sister's car a few years ago, and there was no proof of insurance paperwork inside the car. But all that's been taken care of and handled, and basically, like, I got a ticket, I forgot to pay it for X amount of time, because I I thought I had to set up the payments. Turned out I didn't. And, uh, my license got suspended, and then revoked. And I had to pay... Another fine, like, a year and a half later, because I totally spaced on that. But, gotta go to the DMV and fix that. Let me know if anybody else has ever had their license suspended or revoked in the comments. I don't don't even know if there are comments on this, but hey, fuck it. We're here now, that's what counts. And anyways, another thing you shouldn't do, oh yeah, about, like, knowing your limits, staying within it, getting pulled over, like, learning how to handle yourself, all that shit... I have had times where I have gone out with friends on road trips and we have a very specific rule. The driver is allowed to take like five hits in an hour. You can smoke when we do smoke cigarettes on road trips. Sorry, guys. I'm I'm still working on quitting, like trying very hard. I've cut back quite a lot. Be proud of me, please. 
But when we go on road trips, the driver was allowed to smoke as many cigarettes as he wanted. He, however, was not allowed to smoke as much weed as he wanted because we always had a rule. If you're driving, five hits per hour. That's it. No more, no less. Like, well, you could take less, I guess, but... And we would always, always break that rule because by the time the other, like, three or four people in the car would get stoned, we'd just be passing shit around, dude. And I remember one time, we're on the highway, on the freeway, and we're driving out to Costa Mesa to go hang out with one of my buddies, and we're sharing a joint between the three of us, and literally two highway patrol officers pass us in the next lane. Mind you, we're in the slow lane, like, behind a fucking big rig, so... We didn't think there'd be any issue. We're like, oh, they can't see us from behind. They can't see us from in front. Because we were between, literally between two trucks. And as I'm passing the other guy in the car in the driver's seat, the joint, he looks at me and he goes, hold it down low, down low. And down low was what we used to say when, like, cops would be coming. So I take it and I put it, like, down next to my seat. And, like, you know, I have a cigarette in my other hand, so I'm smoking my cigarette. And I guess they just assumed the smoke in the car was from my cigarette. And then the two kids in the back seat, well, not kids, don't, don't let me say kids, my two friends in the back seat, we were underage at the time, by the way, that's why I say kids, but my two friends in the back seat both light cigarettes, and we're sitting there like, shit, shit, fuck, fuck, because the two cops slowed way the fuck down, but I guess because we were between two big rigs, they couldn't really do anything, like, they didn't flick lights on, but we did see them in the side view mirror, like, mad dogging us. And then my buddy goes, all right, cool. Next time I see a McDonald's sign, like everybody point to the McDonald's sign. And he sees the McDonald's sign and he points at it. And all of us are just like, all right, cool. Like we're outy. Like we pulled off, pulled way the fuck over to the McDonald's, fucking sat there for like literally 30, 45 minutes, dude. Like I'm not even, that's not even like me overestimating the amount of time that we were there. That's just me being hundred percent real with you. Like we were there for a fucking minute, dude. But anyways, knowing your limits is very, very, I'm, I'm fucking rambling now. I'm sorry, guys. Knowing your limits is very important. Not trying to take fucking insane amounts of edibles and go on road trips is very, very important. And if you are going to do something as ballsy slash stupid as get super duper fucked up before going on a long ass road trip, make sure you're with people who that can handle themselves. If you're like a rookie stoner and you're new to this game. And you're still figuring things out. You don't know exactly, like, you don't know exactly what kind of effort you're putting into anything. You don't know exactly, like, what you're doing, how much you're smoking, how much your your upper limit really is. You take one or two hits and you're absolutely fucking, you know, fried. That's the situation that you need a babysitter for. And a babysitter is the per- literally it's exactly what it sounds like. The babysitter is the person who takes care of the people that are too stoned. So when you go out in public, whether you're going to Walmart, McDonald's, Costco, fucking the movies, anything, try to have one person if you are going to smoke who either hasn't smoked or is extremely less high than everybody else that's going. Because you want to have one person at least semi-sentient in case anything bad goes down, in case the shit hits the fan, metaphorically speaking. Because if you get caught up and you don't have somebody that can speak for you, I'll share that story with you in a minute as to what exactly happened to me and my brother when we got stopped one night going for a walk. And then I'll hit it up with the conclusion.
All right, guys. So, anyways, one night, me, my brother, and, like, another one of our really good friends, we go out for a walk, and the one friend, I think, left and went home. But me and my brother, we're sitting there, and we're like, oh, hey, we're bored. Let's go do something. So we decided we're going to walk up to Circle K. And mind you, the Circle K that we're walking to is literally, like, even on a shitty, windy, rainy, nasty day, it's, like, maybe a 15-minute walk. And so we're walking, we're just kind of going up the street, bullshitting, talking, laughing, like, you know, being, talking about, like, real shit. And I was stoned, and my brother, I think, was so, like, super sober. But this cop, dude, is coming towards us at first, passes us. I look back at him, I'm like, damn, he's hauling ass, like, because he was going pretty fucking fast down the hill. Flips his shit at the light, like, he flips a U-turn, comes back up this main street, Waits at the light that we're gonna cross the street and I'm like, uh, okay And as we're crossing the dude flips his lights on cuts across like three lanes of traffic And he's like screaming at us on the bullhorn. He's like you two Hey, hey stop stop. I want to talk to you boys and we're like what the fuck mind you at this point in time. Oh Drop the stizzy mind you at this point in time. I am 22 and my brother is 23, almost 24. And we had absolutely every right to be out this late. We're fucking adults. You know, we're doing whatever whatever we want to do, basically. Like, it's like, oh, you can't go for a walk because you're, like, going out at night? Oh, nope, you better stay inside, sonny. No, if I want to go walk up to Circle K at 2 o'clock in the morning, like, five years ago, that was a completely reasonable thing to do. It was absolutely okay to go do shit like that. Now, it's not so much because curfews and shit are in place. But please, just be careful if you're ever going to go out in public. Hi, and this is why. We got randomly stopped by this cop, and my brother gets, like, super bad anxiety. So he's, like, you know, the leg's kind of shaking a little bit, and he's, like, it's like, oh, fuck, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? And I was only, like, three quarters of a way through a cigarette, and I look at the cop, and I'm, like, are we good? And he looks at me and goes, put that thing out. Put that thing out before I come over there. And I'm, like... Okay, alright. So I reach down, flick the cherry out, put the half the cigarette back, or the quarter of a cigarette back in the pack. You know, I stepped on it. I'm like, it's out. It's out. But he made some comments about, like, me getting in my pockets without telling him first. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I grabbed my cigarette pack. I wasn't going to just waste, in, like, a quarter of a cigarette. At this time, cigarettes were expensive, and I was not, like, as okay off as I am now. I was smoking fucking, like, bottom-of-the-barrel discount cigarettes, bro. Like, I don't even want to talk about it. And this cop comes up to us, all macho, and he's like, let me see your IDs. Where are you boys heading? We're like, we're going to Circle K. And I did all the talking because my brother was kind of like, oh, you know, he was quiet. Didn't really feel like dealing with it. And I was like, all right, like, sir, I need to tell you, he has really bad anxiety. And, like, you coming up on us like this, he's kind of freaking out. I'm like, we, we gave him we gave him our information. We told him our names, like... He, my brother handed over his ID. I didn't have mine on me. And he's like, well, do I know how old you are? And I was like, uh, the tattoos and piercings. Like, either way, I'm with an adult. Like, a verified adult. So, okay, whatever. So, I tell, I just tell him my name. I'm like, Nicholas, last name, Manning. He's like, alright, what's your address? And I was like, uh, no. He goes, what do you mean no? I'm like, I don't have to tell you that. We're going to Circle K. We're going on a walk. We're two adults. And I told him, I'm like... Are we being detained or are we like free to let go? Like I didn't like say it like that, but I was like, uh, can can we can we go? Like, is there is there a problem? Like, can we just leave? And he's like, well, you know, why don't you stand here for a second? Goes to the car, runs both of our names, 
comes back, hands my brother back his ID, looks at me, and he goes, so, uh, Nicholas Manning, right? And I'm like, uh, yeah. And he's like, oh, okay, well, nothing came up in the system. And I'm like, what the fuck? What do you mean nothing came up in the system? He's like, your name's not showing on anything. I'm like, I graduated from Palm Desert High School in 2014. Like, I have lived here, like, for quite a long time. Like, can we, uh... Can we move on from this? Like, can we just be, like, past this? Can, can we go? And he's talking to us, asking us all these questions and shit, and he's like, all right, well, you boys you boys enjoy your walk or whatever. Whatever he said, I can't remember. It was something halfway decent human being like. So he leaves. He goes over, like, up to the fucking, like, his car, and he's sitting there for a minute. And we're walking up, and this dude drives super slow up and parks behind the Circle K. We go into Circle K, grab our sodas, grab some chips. My brother's like, oh, fuck, like, I'm nervous as hell. Like, I lit a cigarette as we're walking out, and he takes a couple drags of it just to kind of calm his nerves because, you know, it is what it is. And, like, the craziest part was we didn't even do anything wrong. But I was stoned in public, but I was still able to communicate with the police officer. I guess that's the point of the story is if you're going to get that high, if you're going to get stoned and go out in public... Just make sure you can handle yourself because there's so many situations that I've heard stories or seen friends who have gotten in, like, actual fucking trouble just because they couldn't tell a cop, like, no, I'm not high. I'm just tired. It's my allergies. Whatever. You can bullshit a cop on whatever. There's no, like, roadside breathalyzer THC detector that's going to fucking work. The most they could do is a mouth test. And even then, that's, like, what, three to six days worth of, like, if you smoked or not. So you could have smoked an hour ago. Be perfectly fine. Be ready to go and do shit. It's not like you smoke weed once, you can never get a driver's license, you know? But, I mean, it is what it is. But if you and your friends are going to be absolutely into that, and you're going to be doing all that, then please, just hear me out. Stay safe. Get educated on what the laws and regulations in your particular area, whether it be state, county, country, whatever, wherever you're listening to this from. Just make sure that, like, what you're doing is at least... Legal, like the weed is at least legal to purchase and legal to smoke. That way, even if you're stoned and you're in the car and you manage to put everything out and get all the smoke out real quick while the cops, like, while you're pulling over and slowing down, you can keep it in a closed container and that way it's not considered an open container as far as possession will go, I guess. In California, you can have literally like a container of fucking weed in your car and be driving around with it as long as it's not open and there's no like blunts or joints or anything just sitting there. Like, but you can put, even then, you can just get dube tubes for shit like that. And I believe as long as it's in a closed container and it's less than an ounce total per person, then you're good. Like, if you're carrying, like, two ounces of weed, at least have two people in the car. That simple. If you're carrying pounds of weed, drop one off at my door because, you know, I'm homie hookup. Just kidding, guys. But that's about all I got for you guys today. So, like... I don't know, I kind of went off topic, went off the subject, again, off the rails on this podcast, and I'm just going to turn the music up, hit my stizzy a couple times, and go play some Call of Duty, but you guys, have a great day, stay stoned, stay lifted, and stay happy, remember to drink your water, and I'll see, well, I won't see, but I'll hear and know all of you are there in the next episode. Later, guys!